Hey, this is Coach Joe with Heartletics, and all I ask in return is that if you get any value at all from today's podcast episode, please share this on either your Facebook page or with a loved one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode. Coach Joe here with Heartletics.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about the difference between self-love and selfish. And it's it's going to have a, a turn, right, that's going to make you think differently. And if you guys are new to the podcast, that's all these episodes are all about, is getting you guys to think about things differently. Because once you start thinking about things differently, you're going to start expanding your, your mindset a little bit more. And that's when it's really going to be a lot easier to start making those easy habits to just help you. Whether you're trying to become more physically fit, whether you're trying to become mentally or emotionally stronger, just Thinking about things differently is going to give you guys lots of tools, lots of value. And I'm excited to talk about this, the difference between self-love and selfish in today's podcast with Coach Jimmy and also Coach Mark, because it's something that if you're a parent, let's say, I mean, typically we coach guys, you know, over the age of 40 and probably about 80% of them, if not more, you know, they have families. And so they understand the importance of doing the right things, creating better habits for themselves. So that way they're becoming better leaders for the kids to follow through in their footsteps. And I think in today's episode, it's going to help you guys out with better leadership skills, with knowing the difference between, um, you know, hey, maybe what's self-love compared to being selfish. And for starters, Mark, let's talk about, you know, selfish first off, right? We'll we'll get to self-love here in a little bit, but let's talk about being selfish, man. What would you like to, you know, share? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people think of, you know, selfish versus self-love. They think, you know, Selfish means, um, you know, not helping anyone else. And yeah, you know, if you are truly selfish, right, you know, in the negative sense of that word, then you're excluding others. But, um, you know, I think true self-love generates positivity, um, you know, whereas, um, you know, if you are like actually doing something for others out of generosity, as opposed to out of the guilt of just not wanting to, you know, um, say no, right? that's a big difference. Um, and self-love leads to positivity, confidence, you know, and actually helping others, you know, you're setting a positive example, whereas selfishness is the opposite of that. You're excluding others. So if you have respect for yourself, um, that's going to lead to respect for others. If you have love for yourself, um, you know, that's going to help you love and appreciate others. Also, um, you know, selfishness, you're doing things, you know, just for your own benefit. But with something like self-love, right, it helps you pursue your passions if you take that time for yourself. And if you invest in your passions, you're going to be setting examples, uh, providing value to others. So, um, you know, if you can do that, you're going to thrive and you're going to be kind of like the lighthouse to others because they're going to see a, you know, what it's like to pursue your passion and b whatever it is that you're passionate about, you're going to be sharing that info. Um, Aristotle had said, you know, that he believed one must not merely love oneself, but love one's oneself most of all. And that's because he believed that self-love was a prerequisite to being able to help others. So, um, yeah, I mean, selfishness, you know, you're looking at excluding uh, others. You're looking at, you know, just the value of yourself, but taking care of yourself in a self-love way means that you're actually preparing yourself and training yourself to be the person who's capable of helping others. I love that. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to rename the podcast episode because you, you mentioned about a lighthouse. As soon as you said that, I wrote that down. 
<laughs> I want everybody to know like what a lighthouse is, right? What a lighthouse is used for. And like, think about it, ships, right? Boats, they can't see. Maybe there's fog, maybe it's a storm, they can't see. What is that lighthouse? Well, hey, it's leading the path, right? It's, it, it's providing uh, clarity on where they're gonna be going for a safe, right? Uh, duration and distance and whatnot, right? I think us as men, honestly, father figures, we need to learn how to become a lighthouse. And, and what does that mean? It's like, hey, put in the terms of a storm, okay? Our, our little ones, right, are the boats, right? Little sailboats, right? Not, and, then, and they've got this big storm. Maybe it's it's just the waters are, you know, brewing and whatnot, and we can't really see. And, you know, they're scared. Think about it, your kid's scared. But during the midst of that storm, you're still taking that right? It's not like all of a sudden the storm is only on the water. It's like, no, like you're taking a beating too. You're that lighthouse. But what is the lighthouse doing? It's providing the, the clarity about where they need to go for safety, right? About where they need to go in the direction to, you know, helping them become the best version of themselves. And I think so many as times is just like, I don't know, maybe us as adults that we forget that, yeah, we, we have to be that lighthouse. But at the same time, um, what happens when we never change our batteries? What happens when we never light that initial, you know, spotlight that's inside the lighthouse? We can't lead the way, right? We can't guide our kids down that path. Mark, this is going to be like a whole nother podcast that we need to talk about because this is great. That one word lighthouse. Love it. The image that always comes to me when I think of being a lighthouse is fog, right? So you've got like that cloudiness, that uncertainty of where to go, what to do, how to pursue what it is you're looking for. And the lighthouse just kind of cuts that beam of light through the fog that you can follow. Yeah. Well, I'll put it to like this, right? Not to like, you know, say like we're the best coaching program in the world, but think about it. We're kind of, we are, we are, (laughs) Hey, definitely. We are. (laughs) But what it is, is like, we're that lighthouse for guys. I mean, how many, how many times, right? You guys both do qualification calls and we see the applications. Oh, I've tried cutting out carbs. I've tried Atkins, Weight Watchers, keto, constantly running, fasting, yada, yada, yada. And it's because there's so much fog out there, right? Like, Hey, this internet guru is saying this, this guy that looks good with his shirt off is saying this, this person on Facebook that says they're amazing at losing weight because they cut out carbs are saying this. And sometimes Heartletics is that lighthouse where it's, let's just clear out all the fog and say like, bro, just eat more protein and get your steps in and just, that's it, right? Very simple. Um, Jimmy, what do you want to share about when it comes to selfish? <clears throat> yeah. So I want to talk about it in a different kind of way. Some people may not like hearing this. It may piss you off, actually. I love but, it. Yes. Piss us off. Let's hey, go. Oh. But it's something that you need to hear and, you know, you need to wake up because, yeah, yeah I had to wake up too. Yeah. So when you think it's selfish, you know, most people think, okay, well, you know, I'm not selfish because I'm going to work every day I'm providing for my family, you know, or I'm sharing my piece, last piece of pizza with someone else. I'm not selfish, but think about it this way. Let's say you go to work every day, you provide for your family, but you, then you come home and you, your mindset is, this is my time. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch TV. My kids are going to ask me to play, but you know, it's my time. You know, you may not think that's being selfish, but think about it. Is it being selfish? 
you're not spending the time with your kids. You're not cultivating them. You're not, you know, leading them. Um, you're doing what's making you comfortable. Um, yeah. Is it hard when you get home from work and you're tired to go play with your kid? Do you want to do it? No. But is it the right thing to do? Is it the best thing for your kid? Yes. So you're by not doing that, you're being selfish or look at it a different way. If you're unhealthy, if you can't play with your kids because you're too fat or, you know, you can't breathe or you're sick or your knees hurt or your back hurts. Why? That's an excuse. Are you doing anything? Are you making yourself healthier? Are you thinking about what this is doing to the people around you? That's being selfish. And, you know, I think if you think about it, when you want to stay in your comfort zone, you're doing that for yourself. You know, it's not comfortable doing a lot of things, but the only way to grow and to be better and to help people and just be a better person is to get uncomfortable, to have hard conversations. Uh, I mean, for an example, sometimes you may think you're doing the right thing by telling somebody a lie because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But is that really, are you doing that for them? Or are you doing it for yourself? Because yeah. you don't want them, the reaction from them. You don't want the confrontation you know, you have to think about things like that. Are you really doing this for somebody or are you doing it to stay in your comfort zone? Um, and I just feel like I'm, I'll be the first to admit I all those things were things I have done and used to do. And it was being selfish. You know, I was being selfish. Um, taking care of yourself, thinking about what makes you a good person, what makes you feel good. Um, you know, you don't need recognition for things. Just what makes you feel good? What makes somebody else feel good? Are you doing things to lead and uh, make an atmosphere for people to thrive in and grow in? You know, those things, you know, I think are self-love and um, just get uncomfortable uh, just don't get out of your comfort zone. Staying in your comfort zone does nothing but keep you in the same place. It's no good for anybody else, and you just die a little bit every day. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that last part. You, you literally die a little bit every day. And I, I like to tell guys, like, hey, as soon as you're born, you're literally dying, right? Like, we're, we're, no one's going to live forever, but yet when guys are selfish – and they're living inside their comfort zone, they think so. I mean, you know how many times I talk to people, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll just get weight loss surgery, right? Or, oh, man, I'll, I'll just, you know, after the holidays, I'll start, right? And it's just like, they think that, like, this time is this never-ending thing, right? Like, like all of a sudden, they're going to be, like, in their 60s, right, or late 50s, and instantly, they're going to take some fat loss pill, and it's going to take away all their pain, all their blood pressure medication, and all their injuries and joint pain right? Guys, that's never going to happen. I don't know like where that thought pattern came. Actually, I do know where it came, right? I was thinking about this last night because I knew we were going to be talking about this topic. Um, I was watching this movie on Netflix, All Quiet on the Western Front, you know, World War One and everything like this. And it makes me really think that in today's society, there is not a lot of men out there 
And, I, and the reason why I'm so comfortable saying that is because everything's handed us, given to us, right? We want to go to college. Hey, we can easily go to the, you know, get a student loans just like that, right? Um, hey, we want to get food. We got some in the fridge, right? We don't got to hunt. Hey, we want something else. Drive to the store, right? We don't need to walk there. We can just drive there, right? And it's one of those things where we are so complacent inside of our comfort zone, Jimmy. And it's where you said, we're literally dying every day. And so what I always try to do, and what I encourage you guys, as well as all the other members of Heartletics, is to take just one step outside your comfort zone. And that could be anything, right? But typically, right, it's hard. And that's also what's going to lead us into talking about self-love here in a little bit. Um, my thing about being selfish, right? I think it like that. And I think, you know, Mark and Jimmy, you hit the nail on the head with it, guys. Like you crush out the park when it talks about being selfish. But I want everybody to understand, right? When you focus only on your comfort zone, when you focus on the easy route, right? Like it doesn't really help you in other areas of your life. And typically when you're not focusing on becoming the best version of yourself, how can you really raise up a family? How can you really raise up these kids? You know, I hear it from all the time. Joe, I, I can't afford a coaching program. I work all these jobs, right? I got no time on my hands. Well, good, right? Like make it even harder for yourself because where you're at right now with, you know, type two diabetes, being over 50 pounds overweight, right? Lacking energy to play with your kids. Like you might think you're doing all the right things, going to job and providing for your kids, but little do you know, like that means nothing. Because at the end of the day, like your kids are growing up watching the news, watching social media. And realistically, what's happening is if you're not raising your kids, somebody else is. And typically that's this negative world that we live in today's society. So everybody can do a better job of, hey, what does that actually mean to be selfish? Well, sometimes it means doing the right things, right? For others around you. But that is self-love. Jimmy, you said it best. Tired. Hey, I work two jobs, sit on the couch, watch a Netflix, drink a beer. Like that's selfish, okay? Because that doesn't benefit anybody else around them. Now let's talk about, you know, some more positivity to this now. Let's put a switch on it and really help motivate guys to become and focus more on self-love. Mark, talk about that, brother. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I want to kind of take it back to my own journey. Um, if I think back, right, pre-Heartletics, pre the changes that I made, um, you know, one of the main motivators for looking for change was just the lethargy, the lack of spark. You know, I just felt listless. Yeah. And, um, and it's funny because, you know, I, looking back, I realized that staying that way was selfish, even though it's not taking care of myself, right, which is self-love, it was selfish because I was leaving myself depleted of energy, depleted of joy, depleted of, you know, um, oomph, so to speak. So that was reflected on my family. You know, I didn't have the, you know, the, the drive to do the right thing for them because I just was exhausted and I went from chair to couch to chair to couch. So yeah, that's selfish. Um, you know, that's selfish in the sense that you're not developing yourself to be able to help others. And then I said, you know, how do I do self-love? What do I do to break out of this cycle? And so, um, you know, I, I found Heartletics, right? And now I'm a completely different person, but yes, I'm a completely different person for myself, which is fantastic. I feel a million times better. 
I have pride in myself. I have physical energy, you know, mental energy. And that's awesome. But it's also means that now I'm capable of doing things for my family, you know, uh, and doing them without the exhaustion and the fatigue and the mental drained feeling that I had, you know, I'm giving out of joy and out of love. Um, and that's the way I want to be, you know, so, um, you know, you have to kind of weigh, you know, these things out. Like, it's very easy, like Jimmy was saying, to continue what you're doing. Um, even though you know you don't feel the way you want to feel, it's so much easier to just continue that momentum. Um, but, you know, the rewards from breaking that cycle are so great. Uh, and, you know, and that breaking that cycle is essentially self-love. That's what it is. I mean, that's really what it all boils down to is saying, hey, uh, I've got to do something to better myself. I've got to do something to better myself physically. I've got to do something to better myself mentally. Um, and I'm going to invest in me. And by doing that investment in me, the dividends that it yields are going to help me and those around me. Um, so, you know, it, it's an investment, not just in you, but in your family. Bro, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's always going to be two types of hard, right? And so you kind of realize, Mark, within your own story, Hey, where you were going from catch the, you know, chair and just sedentary life. And, you know, you want to make a change for your family's sake, because you weren't being the best leader that you could be because you weren't focusing on yourself. That's hard. Right. And now another form of hard is saying, okay, Hey, I know I got to make a change. What could I do? Right. Um, I'm sure that wasn't the easiest thing, like reaching out to me for the first time and saying, Hey, like, what is this all about? Like, can you help me out? Obviously going through applying, right. Giving me your money, right. Making this transformation. There were some hard points where you had to probably talk to Jen, right. Talk things over, sit back and think like, Hey, is this right? The coaching, is this actually the coaching program for me? Like, can they actually help me? It's going to be a scam. Take all my money, right? Like what's going on here. So in that approach, you made a great decision, right? Because that was a hard decision, but it was a smart decision. Other people though, they might think like, Hey, I, I, I know I got to do something, right? I can't just sit on the couch all day, sit on the chair all day. I got to do something, but then they still make it harder for themselves, which is like, maybe, you know, the things that we just talked about, cutting out carbs, fasting, running, right? Yada, 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 list goes on and on where then they start realizing here that because they were doing something hard, which isn't really sustainable on the end, when eventually life throws them a curveball, they get, you know, thrown off the wagon, they regain all that right, right back, go back to their old ways. Mentally, they tell themselves, well, hey, I tried that for me, it didn't work out for me, right? And they kind of put themselves up on this like, hey, already tried that, didn't work, right? Lesson learned. And then they kind of put themselves as, I can never be successful. And I just want to encourage everybody got out, out there, there's always a chance, always, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, it's always one decision away from a completely different life. Um, Jimmy, self-love, brother. Let's give it, give it to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. So self-love, let me just tell you a little, like Mark, I'll, I'll take it back a little. You know, most of my life, adult life, I should say, I, you know, did not love myself. Um I did not, I didn't even know that, but looking back, um, you know, I reflect and I see all throughout this, there's a line timeline here and I look at it. I tried so many things to lose weight and to change. And there would be things where I would be having success and 
then I would sabotage myself. And time after time after time, sabotage, sabotage, sab and you know, I think I just never thought I was good enough. Um, I didn't think I deserved that. Now, the reason for that, I, I don't know. I think just in my own head, you know, you start things happen, negative things happen, and you just start thinking, I'm th this is what I am, this is what I deserve, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was just how it was. And that trend, you know, I got married, had kids, and you know, things progressed and progressed. I kept going like that and it was not good and it was being selfish and, you know, not looking at it, the big picture, focusing on myself, but in a negative way. Um, and then I joined Heartletics. I found Heartletics. I felt good about it. I started losing weight. And Coach Joe, I, I'm sure you remember this conversation I had with you. We We've talked about it many times, but we talked about the second part of it, not the first part of it. When I remember it was probably about seven weeks in somewhere around there. And I remember messaging you and um, I'm like, Co Coach Joe, I don't, you know, am I doing good? I don't think I'm progressing, man. I don't really see a change. I don't, and you like, you're like, what are you talking about? Dude, you lost 50 pounds. Do you know, like, like, do you know, like, that no, the most anyone's lost in this program in 12 weeks? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know. Like 55 pounds. Mm -hmm. And you lost 50 pounds. What do you, like, you're doing great. You're doing that. And something just, like, clicked with me there. And I'm like, damn, man. You know, I am doing this. But, you know, that, and then I'm like, uh, you remember the second part of that. I'm like, well, you know, I think I want to lose 70 pounds. I said, I'm going to, I want to lose 70 pounds. And then I wound up losing 75 pounds. But right at that moment, I guess, you know, it was, I got to that point and I was starting to go back to the self-sabotage in my head. Then I, I think I, I want to say this real quick before I lose my train of thought. I think what, you're trying to get at is what a lot of people self-sabotage shoot themselves in the foot with, right because like how often do we think we're doing all the right things and then we're like oh man i, I stopped losing weight or oh man the scale didn't go down or i'm not seeing any more changes right like what's going on here and we think we're doing all the wrong things or we think that something but in that midst of that message right it was reassurance. It was obviously positive and, and, you know, affirmations to you like, dude, you're crushing it. But at the same time, what boils down to that was confidence because it gave you the confidence knowing that, Hey, I'm crushing this thing. I'm destroying this thing. Let's go. Right. And sometimes like, and I, I always say like, that is the key of why our coaching program is so successful it has nothing to do with the meal plans or workouts. It has everything to do with the sense of community and coaching, right? Because so many times life's going to throw you distractions. Life's going to throw you curveballs, try to derail you and knock you off. But just having some people in your corner to say like, Jimmy, shut up, bro. You're doing great. It's <laughs> enough that you need, you know? Yeah, exactly. And having that confidence led into, you know, so many other things and me thinking about the big picture and I'm doing this. And I start seeing, you know, I'm still working on uh, my family coming along, but I see 
th little things, yeah. you know, little steps. I see my son saying, asking me, are you, are you glad you joined Heartletics? I'm like, yeah, I'm glad. And I said, are you glad? He said, yeah. I said, you're, he said, you're a, very different. You're a lot happier and you do a lot more things with us. Yeah. So I see things like that. You know, I see on Sunday, I, um, or Saturday, I got up, um, did my ab workout and I wanted to go for a walk and my daughter's on the iPad and usually she'll sit there and be on the iPad and I'll say, you want to go for a walk now? So I said, Hey, M, you want to go for a walk? We'll go to the park and you can play on the swings. And, and she said, yeah, I was like, great, let's go. So we go to the park. We're on the swings. We go around, they have uh, around the track. They have like stations with little exercises to do. And yeah. she's, you know, we're just playing around running and sprinting. She's chasing me. It was just great. You know, it felt so good instead of sitting there watching the TV and her on the iPad and like, what kind of bond am I forming with my kid? How, how old is she? She's eight. I love that. I love that. Just think about it. You're getting her off the tablet, off the TV and everything like that. And sure. Right. You're building that bond, which is so like a father, right. To a daughter, like that relationship is very tight, you know, just like a father to a son, very, very tight. And you're building that to where you can raise her and just you're raising her your way, right? Think about it. Us as adults, we all been through trials and errors of life. So when we start, you know, teaching our kids the trials and errors so that way they don't have to go through it, that's when you start becoming that father figure. So kudos to you, brother. Yeah. And I think just what my point is to wrap it up is by doing these things for yourself, you're loving yourself you're becoming a better person, you're being happy and you're spreading that to everybody around you. I mean, I never before this, I mean, I can't say how much I've grown and how much confidence I have. And I just, you know, I'm on podcasts here. I do podcasts with my friend, Kevin. We do a wrestling podcast. We did a wrestling match. I get like, it's just things I never in my life would have had the confidence to do or, thought I was good enough to do worried about people thinking I was dumb or just stupid or you're, you know, you're not, it's not good, but I, that doesn't matter to me. I'm, I like doing it. I love doing it. I'm passionate about it. I feel good about it. And you know, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Um, and first off, Kevin, if you happen to listen to this brother, shout out to you, shout out to Jimmy, uh, dollar club wrestling, right? Yeah. If you guys happen to go watch the video between, you know, Jimmy and Kevin, Jimmy kicked your blast. That's all I got to say. But, you know, 2023, man, Oakley's coming in town, brother. He's going to he's gonna get a piece of that pie, too. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But um, let's. this is awesome, right? And I think we definitely need a part two because Mark mentioned the lighthouse, and my whole entire mind just been thinking about that since he said that. And we we got to dive into that and almost make it like a, a second segment. But I do want to end things like this, right? I wrote down as you were talking, Jimmy, um, self-love, guys, understand that it's going to be hard, okay? And my favorite quote that I always say is, successful people do what they have to do, whether they feel like it or not. I watched this movie last night, All Quiet on the Western Front, right? And so, like, these are boys going out World War One, right? Like, killing people and everything like that, like, holding their own, right? And it's kids. It's literally kids. But, like, think about it. That's hard. 
but somebody had to do it or else your country is going to be overrun. Like, like you have to sometimes do the hard things. Now I'm, I'm blessed for everything that, you know, the military has done where we can live in this country, but how many times have people just become so lazy, right? Mm. Oh, I'll get this. I'll get this. I'll get this selfish. Right. And they don't know how to do that hard thing. They don't know how to build up that mental muscle. And what is the mental muscle? Discipline, willpower, right? And most importantly, what I think is, is ownership, right? And everybody has a different viewpoint of ownership. And here's my viewpoint on ownership, right? It's similar to integrity. So with ownership for me is when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. No ifs, ands, or buts. If it's coming out of my mouth, I'm getting it done, right? And then integrity is, well, hey, are you doing the right things when no one else is looking? So it's so easy, right? If let's say, you know, no one else is around, kids aren't around, right? Spouses around, sit around, watch some, you know, movies and just, hey, relax, right? But dude, come on, man. Like, like, let's just decide to maybe go for a walk instead, or let's decide to, you know, do something that can at least help us improve in any area of our life. And I feel like as a man, like every single day, it's a blessing because we're not promised. So how can we use right day over day to just get 1% better? That's it. And, um, a little story that I think, you know, if any martial arts are happening to, you know, listen to this podcast, I love jujitsu with a passion. Okay. Prior, obviously, I, I learned jujitsu back when I was 16, starting mixed martial arts. Um, but like, here's the thing, wherever I go to a jujitsu gym or school or whatever the case may be, right, there's these different rankings and black belts are the top, okay? I always say it like this, in that controlled environment, a black belt is never going to kill, you don't hear about gyms, right? People killing each other at the gym. So you have to know, like, okay, there's some peace here. It's going to suck right? Like this is going to be hard. This dude's going to roll me around, twist me around like a pretzel, right? Humiliate me in front of everybody. But think about this, right? If let's say week over week, I'm rolling with all the black belts, not the white belts, not the blue belts, right? Not the purple belts, just the black belts, right? And, and as much as I suck, right? Compared to them, the learning curve, the speed, the duration of time where you learn things. And that's why I always say like, choose your mentors, choose your coaches wisely, because you're getting that time back to where if let's say somebody, right, trained two years with jujitsu and they only rolled around with white belts compared to somebody that trained, let's say, six months and they only rolled around with black belts, best believe, right, that individual is going to be way more better. Trial and error, experience, right? And so sometimes that's hard. You know you're going to lose. You know you're going to get your butt kicked. But guess what? The first time, maybe you got tapped out 10 times in one, one match, right? Maybe the following week, maybe it's only nine. And then the following week, it's only eight. And like, even though these are losses, you're still, right? Realizing, hey, it's only been three weeks, four weeks. I'm a lot better than when I first got started. And I think guys need to understand that in a controlled environment, that's why I always say step outside your comfort zone, especially in today's society. That could be anything for you. That could be calling up uh, your mom, Right. They could be calling up a loved one that you haven't talked to and just saying like, hey, it's been a while. I just want to say I love you. Like, how's everything going? Right. Hard things to do like that. That could be anything. Right. But typically in a controlled environment, when you decide to do the hard things, you build up that sense of confidence after you see that progression that you are progressing. And so to me, self-love is choosing to do the hard things, whether you feel like it or not. 
because that's going to build up character. That's going to build up credibility. That's going to also build up discipline, but most importantly, the right mindset. Because when you, and this is why I love talking about fat loss so much, because in the beginning, it's always hard for somebody to do. But then what happens? They start losing weight. They start creating better habits. They look back, you know what, six months down the road, and they're a completely different person. Why? Because they decide each and every day to do the hard things, right? It's not fun tracking our macros. It's not fun working out, right? But at the end of the day, like we're doing it because we're building up that discipline to where eventually, right? It's not as hard in the beginning. It's actually a lot easier. And we actually look forward to it. Mark, shout out to you, brother. Remember that one time where you're like, man, I forget the age that you said, but you're like, I never in a million years would have thought, right? I'm looking forward to getting off to work, right? Getting off so I can go work out, yep. right? So it's one of those things, guys, where when you choose to do the hard things, which is really self-love, it makes your life a lot easier down the road in the end. But to wrap around everything as we put things to close, it doesn't just make your life easier. It makes your family's life easier. Because when you focus on you becoming the best version of yourself, you're raising everybody up along the way as well. Guys, this has been a really good one. And we're definitely going to, you know, come back to a part two to this. Um, talk about the lighthouse. Mark, that was golden. <laughs> but um, I hope that you guys got some value. And all I ask in return is that if you did, if Jimmy, Mark, or myself said something that resonated with you, don't be afraid to share this, you know, with somebody that might need it the most right now in their life. Because maybe they don't feel like they have the community, the support, and maybe yourself, you feel like you don't have the love and support behind you, but you want to decide to do the hard things. And, and that's great, right? Kudos to you because it's only going to make your life a lot easier in the end. And realize this, you always have a family with Harletics. You can go to Harletics.com, learn, learn a little bit more about what we have to offer and see maybe if you know coaching or the right community is going to be a good fit for you. But other than that, we'll definitely talk to you guys in the next episode. This has been Coach Joe. Coach Jimmy, Coach Mark with Heartlegs.com. And as always, peace out, Girl Scouts.